Blog Talk Radio. Oh, it's Blog Talk time. Oh, here we go. There we go. So, we're uh, go. every team has played. It's official. We're starting to get a taste of the NBA season. Uh, right now, Giannis yeah. is looking like a beast, looking like the man. Man, but first things first, like number animal. one priority, you know how we feel about our Lakers. Let's let's get this Lakers talk, man. Let's get this Lakers yeah. talk out of the way. We're, we're one and one. We had a all I gotta say, is, dude. All I gotta say is this: Lonzo Ball had his career high twenty-seven points on his second game in the NBA, and Brandon more Ingram, than more than Brandon Ingram has scored, by the way. Dude, he has scored what twenty-four? Twenty-five is his career high. Twenty-five is his career high. Lonzo Ball got that on his second game. All right, sorry, man. Go ahead. No, no. Then um, fired up. Really, I mean, I was calling for Ingram to get traded. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, I, I get I was emotional. But he still, oh, like, back. he bounced back. back against Phoenix. Let's see him be competitive. Um, I mean, the biggest thing I learned, even, even though we barely got a win against Phoenix, I think we all need to, you know, lower expectations, I, I believe, playoffs. Playoffs are highly unlikely this year. Um, Lonzo Ball's getting his thing together. We'll see what the lineup looks like with KCP in the lineup. Um, we we also we obviously need to make some trades happen because what's going on with Brandon Ingram? I'm not. I mean, not Brandon Ingram, Julius Randle. Like I clearly feel like they're they're trying to trade him. Um, I think that's so what really, Andrews was saying, or someone was saying that uh, a while back. Randall to, uh, I don't know. Did he? Because I, because you know, I didn't get to catch the whole. I was in the movie that, that mostly game. So I'm like, did he? Did he start? Did he not start again? The you second what? game. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Let me, let me find out real quick. Hold on. And they started. All I heard about was Lonzo and Brandon Ingram. Yeah, like Julius Randle is a legitimate bench player now. So if they're lowering True. him to the bench, I mean, I think that's a clear sign that look, he's not going to be here. He's not part of the future. Um, he's not. He's not. He's not light skinned enough, bro. They put Larry Nance Jr. in the starting lineup. And like Ammon said, that it's really a light skin conspiracy. I, I want to hear Ammon's full thoughts on that uh, when he gets <laughs> when he's back. But it's just not enough scoring. We're, we're there's no one that could really take over. Brandon Ingram's not that number one guy yet. But I really want to see what Kuzma would look like in the starting lineup. Like I get he's a rookie. I get you want to bring him in slowly, but Corey Brewer and Luol Deng are not starting players at this point in their career right now. And you see what Ammon uh, said? Yeah, Julius Randle's frustrated. 
man. Yeah, he that I'm pretty sure he's gone now. And the thing that I don't get is there's no way Larry Nance is really outplaying him like that. Like, I get it. Like, I get kind of why they would start him, maybe because his ability to shoot and also Julius Randle's kind of not healthy. But he, Larry Nance is not a better player than Julius Randle. He can shoot. He's he like can... a, a Draymond Green type of guy. Like, a, not, a, not as good, of course, but, like, you know, kind of that pick and roll you know, get a couple, you know, big dunks here and there. Yeah. You know, utility sort of. He's utility, man, but in my eyes, he's a, a very good bench player for a good team. I, he could be a starter on a bad team, but the direction we're trying to go, I think he would eventually long-term be a, a, a bench player. Our management and coaching staff seems to really like him because, I mean, they they always mention him uh, in interviews when they're when they're talking about their young core. They always mention, you know, Larry Nance, Kuzma, every uh, ball. He's always kind of in that mix. Uh, but but we'll see. Well, how, let's get into the the entire landscape of the NBA. Right. Who who impressed you? the most in the first week in terms of team or players both Ooh, impressed me most the first week you know what actually um i'm gonna go ahead and say the clippers impressed me most the yeah man first i know you're getting on your clippers i you know i never and, thought i would and like, you said you got you got blake griffin in the mvp hunt I think he's a top five. I mean, right now, at least, he's he's having. I mean, it's two games. Right after the first month, you know, we can maybe revisit. But I mean, these first two games, guys like, you know, he he, he dropped thirty points tonight and played three quarters. You know, it's it just he's going off. I think he's a top five finisher if he keeps, you know, kind of this trend. But in terms of team, also, you know, I, I guess I'll say both. Right, Blake Griffin's my player, and the Clippers in general. They're just a better team. <laughs> Like, they're just a, a more efficient team. You know, if Patrick Beverly can score all of a sudden, you know, Gallinari can, you know, shoot, you know, his corner threes and whatever. And it looks like Blake and DeAndre Jordan are just, like, becoming more efficient, you know, just post guys. And, you know, just overall, just, you know, a much more efficient team. Like a, you know, kind of an old-school Spurs, I think. But um, also, they have this European point guard, dude. I don't know what his name is, but that guy – that guy's going to be special, dude, so, like, watch out for him. But yeah, English or whatever? Yeah, dude, he's, dude, he can pass, dude. He was, like, the best European player or something. Like, he, he'll be he'll be perfect for, like, filling that void where Chris Paul was. And, yeah, Lou Williams, like, that team is stacked, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, Joe English. So, he is a – I mean, I, I, I get what you're saying. The Clippers are definitely a very sound – kind of they have that old-school kind of vibe now to their team. Uh, especially because they have a point guard, a starting point guard in Patrick Beverly, who's that hard-nosed, blue-collar defender. Uh, not really, not really spectacularly talented on the offensive side. So they they play front court basketball. You know their feet. Their their offense is really the three through five position, with starting from Gallinari to Blake and and DeAndre. Mm-hmm. So they. They pound the ball in, but they their defense is, is very impressive. They're they're a defensive team, uh, but in the grand scheme of things, 
they're getting knocked out in the first round. Um, first round. Yes, because they'll they'll still end up the seventh or eighth seed and get knocked out by, you know, Warriors, Spurs, or OKC. So I don't really see them getting too far in the playoffs. I don't see them getting out of the second round. Um, but I court. mean, they, they're 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 looking impressive early on. They're looking Go impressive ahead. early on. Now, they did just beat the Suns by like forty points, and. The Blazers just blew out the Suns opening night by four. And and the and the Lakers. The Suns are the Suns just aren't a very good team yet. They're young. The Warriors did just lose to Memphis tonight. I know, man. I was looking at the updates with Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. <laughs> they got Ball. they got ejected, man. What happened? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. They're like the nicest guys in the NBA. <laughs> I I was looking at my phone. <laughs> And I'm like, Steph Curry threw his mouthpiece again, man. What's up with this guy throwing mouthpieces? You know he's got like a lot of mouthpieces though. Like, and then KD's like, I got your back, bro. Let me let me go out. Dude, like, what's happening? Throw his too. Like, yeah, I got your back. They both they both got ejected, man. <sighs> That's horrible. But man. okay, let's get into the other teams that matter in the West. Right. Let like we 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 were talking about with Houston, right? And, and yeah, Chris Houston, Paul, you know. That's a very – I don't know about Houston, man, because they look really nice. But I just don't think – Chris Paul is just such a weird fit there to me. For one, he's not even playing. He's out. Um, but it's very – One more efficiently without him. It's very interesting, though. Okay. Because in his interview – like the interview with, or whatever you want to call it, that behind the scenes, um, confiding in Jay Z about his moves. Right. He said, he said that he got tired of being ball dominant, which is very interesting because the media makes it seem like Chris Paul wants to be ball dominant. He, he, he commands the ball, but he said right. he wants to play off ball. He was like, oh, I like, I don't want to be on ball all the time. I want to play off ball, but. That's a good point. That's just not – for one, he's not catching and shooting on the outside, and, and that's the kind of – that's what makes uh, Houston the most – like, really, that, that's what makes him the most potent when James Harden is handling that ball and he has shooters around him. That's, now, the way that Chris Paul fits in, it's kind of weird because his, he's a very half-court offense type of guy. He – he shoots mid-range jumpers. The Houston offense, they want either three-pointers or they want layups. Chris Paul, well, dude, well, he could score the three, but he's not just pulling up for threes three. like that. He's not pulling no. up for threes. He's only pull, He's usually pulling up for threes if he's in a pick and roll and the defender is going underneath him, and he's, like, really, like, close to the three-point line. He's not. He doesn't really have that range to right. just pull up. And, and really be threatening. I mean, he's nice on the defensive end. Um, it, it's just really weird. Let's see when he gets healthy. Uh, I mean, because he, he scored four points opening night, but still had 11 assists. Uh, what's really going to make that team um, balance well with Chris Paul is when they split time. Because uh, as, in, yeah. as uh, Dan Tony shared with the media, and the announcers were talking about their idea is for them to only play 18 minutes together. So, 
that could work. That could help. That could help when Chris Paul's on the bench or when James Harden's on the bench. Chris Paul could run a little bit with that second unit, or if James Harden wants to rest within the game, he could play off ball. Um, you know, so that I, that might help. You know, I, I was going to say, dude, I agree with what Kenny Smith was saying. I think like last week. I think the Chris Paul trade was contingent for a little bit. At least Carmelo. Yeah, to bring Melo over. I mean, that team would be sick, dude. Just like, I mean, you have, like I was saying, you have three different speeds of offense, dude. You have your slow, not like necessarily slow, but like we'll call it strategic, methodical, and Chris Paul. You got a medium in terms of, you know, you know, pick and pop or whatever, you know, and, and Melo. And then you have James Harden, who's, James, you know, just fear yeah. the beard, fucking balls out, you know. So, yeah. I mean, it's a different, different team. You know, kind of in both scenarios, but I think that splitting time like that is definitely the best way to go, for sure. I must, I must say though, I I like Mello on OKC. I think more than I would have liked Mello on Houston. Um, I agree. agree. Mello, they would have lost Ryan Anderson, so they wouldn't have had another stretch four. True. The one, the game I saw. I mean, granted, it was New York. They do look like they got some things going on in OKC. Uh, they were a little too trigger happy on the three for me. Um, but I could see that. Like Melo was shooting threes, Paul George. But like I think, I think they'll get it together. Um, that bench. I'm worried about that bench. Uh, Robertson is Robertson is still ass. Um, but really, I really think the starting – I get they need production from the bench, but that starting lineup should be Westbrook 1, Paul George 2, Carmelo Anthony 3, and Patterson at the 4 with Adams. Patterson is a stretch 4 big who could spread the floor. And sure. better – and you – okay. When you have the starting lineup that they have now with Melo – like, Roberson is just a guy that can just not – you can just not guard him, and it's not really stretching the floor. If you had the lineup that I mentioned, that leaves a ton of room for Westbrook to operate. When you have literally every other guy on the floor that can shoot except for Adams who can get boards for you. And right. when you met – Patterson, yeah. Patterson can right. shoot, man, and – I really think. Game. Yeah, dude. I really think with when it comes, I think when playoff time comes around, I know they're not going to have much of a bench, but the only chance, the only chance I can compete with Westbrook or with Warriors is if they do that lineup because that forces Steph Curry to guard Russell Westbrook, which That's is going to be a problem. Imagine Steph Curry having to actually That's take Westbrook the whole time. Because what are you going to do? You can't put play on him because guess what? You, you got to guard. Because guess what? You got to guard uh, Paul George. And then KD's got to guard Melo and then Draymond. And then so on and so forth and make it happen. But uh, Monte Ellis is still a free agent, dude. They need to pick up the phone and get Monte Ellis on the phone and have that man be your sixth man. Uh, okay, see? For OKC, man, if I'm OKC, I'm contacting Monte Ellis yesterday, and, and I'm and I'm getting him on my bench. Uh, I can do that. Yeah, dude, I can see that happening. 
And then you could operate that way. I mean, you could have Roberson, him play with Roberson. I mean, that, there's still productivity for your bench. That's the only reason why they have Patterson coming off the bench now, I'm pretty sure, is because they just need scoring on their bench. Um, yeah. But if they could stir up that bench and get a few, and get a score like Monte off the bench, and maybe That's another, and then maybe like another, like wing player off the bench, they they Wait. could be pretty they could be pretty lethal. Yeah, what and do you they, think about? Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I think about. I was what? gonna say. I was gonna say. What do you think about these uh, these injuries, dude? Like these crazy ass like. It seems like there's, like, an injury every other day now. Uh, Gordon Hayward, very unfortunate. Dude, that's uh, so sad. It's, it's sad. Uh, but I am, I am excited to look for – I am kind of looking forward to seeing the development of Jason Tatum because now he has to develop a little sooner. And Jalen Brown looks like he's arrived, man. Jalen Brown. Yeah. He's looking good, and then we'll see Kyrie, man. We'll see if Kyrie can be that MVP caliber player. Kyrie should finish in top five in MVP voting this year if he truly is the player that he wants to be and the player that he talked about on first take. Okay, you better finish top five MVP voting. I need to see. I need to see you average. Do you see that top five and ten, like top five? Do you see that honestly? Top five players. The end of the year, Kyrie Irving is in the top five right now. MVP race, I can see that if they if they get enough wins and they become the second seed. Because Isaiah Thomas finished top five MVP voting last year. I think dude's too much in his head, dude. I think say, too- I think I think Kyrie's too much in his head, man. I think he'll have good games. I, I, look, I saw him playing. And he didn't even bring the ball up as a point guard, you know. Like, I, I don't know. We'll see. I even just, on the Celtics, you didn't see him bring it up. Yeah, dude, just a few times. It wasn't like who you know, brought it time. up. It was uh, either Marcus Smart or um, Jalen Brown. Yeah, you know, just just you know another dude. But and it didn't happen every time. Yeah. But yeah. what I'm saying is that like, I think that Kyrie had the right to make his decision, and that's all good. I just think that when you hear his answers on first take and stuff, and when you just kind of, I mean, at least when I kind of think about, you know, how his motivation could have been or is, you know, I think that it's not permanently basketball and, you know, family-related, which is none of my business. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying that I think that I can think about five, at least five other players that – I can, you know, analyze and think that they are at that level of seriousness in terms of their craft that would supersede, you know, Kyrie in the final, you know, ranking. But that being said, Kyrie does have the ability to be, you know, a number one, two, three, four, five, you know, guy any you know, any year. So, you know, time will tell. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, I definitely have a theory. I mean, I feel. I mean, I understand why he moved. Um, because re- I think it really came down to he knew that with that team, he wasn't going to get past the Warriors. And he said, if I'm going to lose in the finals every year, I might as well do it while not being, quote, unquote, sunned by LeBron. And I might as well be in a bigger sports market. And I think he was probably a little tired of living in Cleveland, honestly. I mean, he grew up 
and very true. You know, the East Coast, big city life, and he wanted. I mean, what, what was the, one of the first quotes you heard from him? Like, it's exciting to be in, in a sports town. True. You know, has yeah, the opportunity to be a face of a franchise, and he's like, "Yo, I mean, we're not. If I'm not going to win a title, which I think he knew he wasn't going to do with Cleveland." He's like, I, I might as well balance and do my own thing. Speaking of Cleveland, man, go. listen, if Isaiah Thomas can be Isaiah Thomas that he was dude, last I year. I forgot Isaiah Thomas is on that team sometimes, dude. It's dude, pretty good, man. They could, they could take Golden State six games, man. That's the goal of the year. That sure. is the goal of every team. See if you could take Golden State six games because they're, they're not beating Golden State. But I think they can make it interesting and do not sleep on that know, that Crowder factor. You got know, you man. got Cavs winning at seven. You I got Cavs winning at win. seven. That ain't dude. This, dude but, Cavs, if I told you this, look. If I told you this, would you believe me? Right now, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Right now, the Golden State Warriors are in eleventh place in the West. What are they one and two or something? One and oh and two. They're one. They're one and one two. One and two. Yeah. I'm not worried, man. They lost. They lost. Oh, that's funny. Um, And so that's what I'm saying. Look, now it doesn't mean anything. Gargantuan, probably not. But is it interesting that you know we're talking about a team where that that just doesn't that hasn't happened in years? Like that hasn't happened in years. Has I don't know. I could be. I could be wrong. But I I don't know this Cleveland team I think could do it man I, I think so with it comes back healthy and D Rose off the bench dude Oof. D Rose know, has been we'll looking D Rose has been looking nice I think D Rose there okay so the the main issue last year obviously was the KD factor there was no answer to KD. And their bench. I did go for the bench, and it was a bad decision. The bench, the bench was the big separator, but now the bench is a lot closer. Um, you have Crowder who can match up with, like, let's go with the starting lineup. You have Crowder who can match up with Draymond, mm-hmm. even though they, even though they have like kind of LeBron at the four who will match up with Draymond, and I think Crowder will guard KD because Crowder is more like he can exert that energy on defense, and they kind of want dude, to conserve like, LeBron. Maybe. I like Crowder on uh, Draymond, dude. I think D-Wade has to be healthy, like has to be. Yeah, he's got to pick up the pace a little bit. And then with Isaiah Thomas, I mean, I ah, that's still funky, man. I think they really need to figure out uh, who to start between Jr. And, and Dwayne Wade. I'm cool with Dwayne Wade starting now because they do run some very interesting sets between the two with, like, the the handoff passes between. Like, they do got to – if you notice, they run – They if you notice, like, D. Wade and LeBron run a very – it's like almost like a triangle in a way in, in the um, – it's like a like, moving, moving triangle. Yeah, like in on the on the on the corner, like on the left side or right side of the ball, like they'll it'll be Dwayne Wade at the top corner of the key, and LeBron will cut or or vice versa, LeBron, and then pass to D Wade. They have a nice little set there, but at the end of the day, you need to stretch that floor. And I don't do D Wade's obviously not a floor stretcher. 
Uh, Crowder can shoot the ball, which is nice. And they also have Kevin Love at the five, which is nice. And I think that's why Tyron Lue made a bold move by putting Tristan Thompson on the bench and starting Kevin Love at the five because they know that the Warriors are weak at the five position. And they, they're confident that Zaza's not going to kill Kevin Love on offense. Look <laughs> so Marcus Aldridge on tonight. Yeah. Everything, I mean, everything that they do, everything that they do is for the Warriors. So, I think long-term, they're able to match up more. I mean, you have Crowder, LeBron. It's going to be very interesting. And then off the bench, you're going to have D. Rose, yeah, D. Rose you know, J.R., and you still got Tristan Thompson off the bench. Yeah, dude. Against Jabal so McGee, like, come on. So that, from that perspective, they can match up very well. Uh, but Isaiah Thomas has got to be Isaiah Thomas. Um, <laughs> I'm so excited to see Isaiah Thomas back. I really hope he comes back and everything works out for him. Dude, but, um, the Wizards are in first place in the East right now. What the Cavs are in third. Dude, G- Giannis, dude. Giannis is also another shiny Giannis player, is a is a rod, man. He's he's, he's looking like he's trying to be the best player in the league in a couple of years. Dude, he is not LeBron though. That's what he said. Not right. Not right. Did you see yesterday how LeBron blocked his shit? He was like, "Not yet, dude. buddy." Not yet, buddy. Dude, hey. Hey man, I'm what's up? Did, when is Giannis's yeah. contract up? You know they're trying to get him to sign that like three hundred million dollar contract. For, <laughs> it's gonna be a million years, dude. Like, watch when, and, when 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 Giannis is up for his like final like max contract, it's gonna be like two eighty. Dude, you're gonna pay him ten billion dollars. I would, dude. That man. guy's gonna be that guy's gonna be special, dude. Lakers need to figure that out. <laughs> no, but man, man, Ingram, <laughs> man, Ingram finally had a Dude, good game. You can't, hey, don't don't get okay. Like, I know, I know. I, okay, listen, I know we shouldn't trade him yet. No, but if we can, if if Kuzma, you know, if they put Kuzma in the starting lineup first. I want to see what this man can do. Kuzma is young, man. In a starting lineup, but he's 22. You know, he he's he's got years of experience. I think True. we should try him out, see what he does. But I mean, it's going to be hard to. They're not okay. Well, let's be real. They're not. They're not trading Ingram. Realistically, they're not going no. to trade him, especially for a cousin who whose contract is expiring. But also, especially, like, if Ingram's still, like, inconsistent, like, how do you judge Ingram now? Like, we can we can judge Lonzo fairly because he's a rookie. Like, yeah. oh, and the, every time he has a first game, he does bad, but his second game goes off. Brandon Ingram's like, like I don't know if he's going to have a good game or, like, which Brandon Ingram's going to show up, you know? We know mm-hmm. Lonzo's learning, but, like, yeah, dude. And the crazy know, thing is, is Brandon Ingram for, like, if you do Brandon Ingram and Randall for Cousins, that's actually a good trade for them because they they need perimeter scoring. I mean, Julius Randle, because you have Anthony Davis at the four, I'll and do I don't think they want to put in, and I don't think they want to put Anthony Davis at the five. Like that would kind of be unnecessary. So maybe they would have to work in some kind of three way trade. 
But realistically, I mean, probably Jordan Clarkson and, and Ingram together would be a better package or more appealing uh, package for a, New Orleans. But I don't, I want, I don't really Randall like that trade. I don't, yeah, I I don't want to give up Randall and Ingram. I, Clarkson I might be around for a little bit longer because based on these contracts that are being handed out now, I mean, $50 million over four years, that's really nothing. I mean, for a solid bench player, I mean – Clarkson I don't want to call Clarkson Lamar Odom, but Lamar Odom was getting 15 million a year when the contract uh, when the when the uh, salary cap was way lower. So you know, Clarkson, Clarkson's, so, Clarkson's 15, far away. If Clarkson's getting 15 million a year now and he's giving us like 15 points off the bench a night, I mean I'm cool with it. Right now we need shooters, and he's you like do. one of our best shooters in, the, in on our team. So you know Clarkson is the longest tenured Laker. That we have? Yeah, dude. He's the last, yeah, like, him, Kobe Laker. Him, him, him and Randall. Right, him and Randall, right? Randall was there right when Kobe was there, too. Dude, they can't trade Carson, man. Come on now. That's, that's I like mean, it's funny because right, right before the season, he was – I still think it could, it's possible because, I mean, we got, we got some contracts unload. This dang, man. Freaking Luau yeah. dang. He started. Day. He started sure. opening night. He started opening night and played 13 minutes. Like, what is the like, point? What of the that? fuck is that, dude? Like, that, same thing with Mozgov last year. Like, he starts and plays like absurd minutes, like 12, 13 minutes. And it's like, why? Like, why? Yeah, Luke Wall. Luke Wall has tripped me out a little bit on on the starting lineups, but I think he's just tinkering. I think once we get, I mean, KCP will be back. For tomorrow's game, you know I agree with you on the. Uh, I agree with you on, on Luke Walton, like to a, to an extent for sure. But what if I told you that the Lakers are the fourth highest scoring team in the West right now? I believe it because we play. We don't play defense, and all of our games are high scoring. Let's see. Hold on. Let me check out the. Actually, but we we were we had such a low we scored like not that much opening night or our first game of the season against the Clippers. No, we went off against the Suns though. Dang, we got the Pelicans tomorrow. Oh, dude, you're right though. <laughs> yeah, dude, they got to play some defense. <laughs> we got the yeah. Pelicans tomorrow. Let's show Cousins what. This team would look like with him, man. Let's, dude. I don't want. Him. Him. We gotta. I, I want. Anthony you don't want, Davis, dude. No, okay. I want Anthony Davis. Okay. I want. I want the I brow. Want Anthony, I want Anthony Davis too. Believe me, but they're not gonna trade us, Anthony Davis. Anthony Cousins is a legitimate, unrestricted free agent in July. Anthony Davis has another four years on his contract. Like dude, he's not Cousins. going anywhere. Dude, Cousins is a headache, though. Come on. Cousins in the right system will be okay, dude. Trust me. Oh, Magic okay. would have him right. He would he would come to L.A. and he would be motivated and finally ready to win. He just needs to be around a winning environment. If we could change the environment and turn it our environment and turn our culture into a winning culture, and he's winning, I think he'll be all right. But we would need Cousins along with someone else. Like, we need another 
stretch. I was hoping Brandon Ingram would be that star. He so good. I, I still, I still hope, I'm still hopeful that he could be very good. Uh, I can see I'm still also hoping. I'm still also hoping on the possibility of Paul George coming. That's um, not gonna happen. I. We'll There's see. no way. That team has got to be so a, fun to play on. <laughs> like. It's going to be tough, man. We just got to sell them on L.A., man. L.A. versus Oklahoma. What you want? What you want? Dude, dude if Lonzo keeps putting up 25, 27 points, dude, yeah, that, yeah I can see that happening for sure. Yeah. If season's you know, still early, we'll see. We'll see. But, man, yeah, Ingram, was, Ingram was scaring me, man. But we'll see how Ingram he plays yeah, tomorrow. If he doesn't do And when he dunks on Josh him. Jackson, though, oh, Man, that, that was, was nice. nice. That was cool. Dude, Josh Jackson's got to learn how to shoot free throws, man. Okay. He's not a shooter, man. Now, that Dude. was if if jo- if Josh Jackson had had a shot, he'd be the number one overall pick, man. Like, there's no question about it. If he like, if he was a shooter in college, like he by far would have been the number one pick. Like he he's the most he he's probably the most like raw talented rookie. In terms of athleticism and just like ability, he could be really good. Like he low key has the most upside. Really, dude? Not Tatum? Dude, Tatum's nice, dude. Tatum's cool. Lonzo could be good too. Lonzo, like no, here's what I'm saying. Like okay, Tatum is more reliable. Like he's a safer. He's more reliable. Pick. He's a more like safer, like reliable pick. But Josh right. Jackson has the most upside. That could be like a Ben Simmons. Yeah. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is going off right now, by the way. Okay, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a comparison. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, okay, Josh Jackson, let's just call him, like, quarterbacks. You know, like, okay. Josh, I mean, like, so. You're going to say Derek Carr, aren't you? No, like, okay, so Josh Jackson is like, like you know, like the Andrew Luck of in terms of, like, upside. Like, oh, my God, Andrew Luck can throw. Like, when coming up as a, as a in the draft, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, Andrew Luck has all this talent. He could, you know, like. Like, he gets you 450 sometimes. He could do this. Like, he could throw the ball. He could run. Like, he's athletic. He's just like a football, like, specimen. Like, Josh Jackson is that. Like, he has the upside. But Jason Tatum is like that reliable. Ah, I'm trying to come up with like a like good Kirk Cousins, kind of. like Kirk Cousins. No, like, like not like Derek Carr. I guess you could say Carr, but like Carson Wentz. Like Carson yeah, Wentz. I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of a bad analogy. What I was coming up with, but we're actually or like Derek Carr. <laughs> did you see Amos's text? I did not. Have we been off this whole time? Oh shit! Okay. Damn, Mark Markel Fultz just airballing free throws. Dude, Markel Fultz, man, I'm glad that Lonzo's beating him in terms of just everything. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sold on Marco, man. We'll see. We'll see. Dude, it looks like Lonzo and Darren Fox, dude. Lonzo, Darren Fox, Kenneth Smith. Dennis Smith, man. Hold up! Hold up! Sorry. Darren Fox, man. 
That's like I'm not really worried about Fultz. Like I knew Lonzo would be better than Fultz. Like I just don't want Lon. I just don't want Fox <laughs> or Dennis Smith to be better, man. Fox is gonna be. Fox has the potential to be a John Wall, dude. He does, like exactly like John Wall too. Like he's not like really a, a jumper. Wall. Like not yeah. really doesn't really have a jumper. But he'll but he'll like take flight with lift from his like from his speed, you know. De'Aaron Fox just has that dog in him, man. Like he just got that chip on his shoulder. That's right, dude. De'Aaron Fox, dude, it's his hair, man. You know what's funny is Malik Monk was a higher, like he was more touted than De'Aaron Fox was coming into college last year. Like Malik Monk was like the top, was one of the top freaking prospects coming into college, and then De'Aaron Fox ended up just being like that guy. Well, I mean, where's Malik Monk play? Um, Malik Monk got drafted by the Magic? Magic? Malik the Magic, man. No, Hornets. Like, Hornets, Hornets, Hornets. Oh, no, he's not the Magic, man. Yo, what, what should Kuzma's nickname be? What should Kuzma's nickname be? Yeah, dude, you can do a lot with that. Man, Kuzma. We're blessed, dude. We have a Lonzo, a Kuzma, and a Blue. I mean, dude, these are great nicknames. Like, nickname-worthy names, I should say. Answer, dude. Ah. I'm excited about this game tomorrow. Let's go 2-1. and I say Lakers win 105 to 102. Yeah, New Orleans is favored four points. What? I think we're home. We are home. Brooke Lopez has got to step up. Bob has got to take it to Drew Holiday. And Anthony Davis wait, why is for more why is Kate, why does it say KCP is out? Man, I thought he only had a two game suspension. Um, I'm not sure. That's a Good question. I think uh, is he hurt? He twists his ankle or something. Mm. Okay, okay. Let's let's do some. Let's make this interesting. Yes. All right. OKC Houston. They match up in the second round. Who wins? OKC and Houston. Houston. The bench wins. Longevity wins. Defense wins. Haha. <laughs> I wish I wish Ammon could talk right now. So you got Houston winning? Uh-huh. I really don't know, man. Like, Chris Paul, I, the only way that Houston could beat them, which they could beat them, is Chris Paul would have to truly ball. Chris Paul would, and James Harden would have to seriously mesh. And I mean mm. mesh like they'd have to have a really legitimate system to be able to beat them, and they'd have to be, like, defensively sound. I think Russell Westbrook would probably, at this point of Chris Paul's career, would probably make him look pretty silly if, if, like, they were literally matching up and Paul George would be sticking James Harden. But then that bench would come in because Eric Gordon – 
is very – if Eric Gordon can stay healthy this year, he'll probably be six men a year. Dude, that first game, by the way, like that dunking, I think Eric, Eric Gordon would be the true X factor. And then the shooting. Uh, but I just don't really Ryan trust Anderson, D'Antoni. Luca Bamute. Uh, Ryan Anderson's nice. Capella's nice. Because that's the thing. You could run a pick and roll with Capella – and Chris Paul, you know, because Capella is almost like he's kind of like DeAndre in terms of like he can get that pick and roll and all oop for you. Capella's nice so if too. You, if you run pick and roll with him, you know, James Harden on the on the catch and shoot, but James Harden likes dominating the ball too. It's like they really just need to find a fine line between like how they can mesh. So until I see that, I got to go with OKC for now. But, I mean, it's a long season. Let's we'll, we'll see how it plays out. But OKC is definitely more talented. Obviously, in terms of their starting five. Uh, mm-hmm. But also, they all, everyone on OKC has a ton, of, a, a ton to prove. Westbrook is, is coming for vengeance this year. 